You're watching Profile Pod TV with Double A. And always remember to take it easy. TV. I'm your host, Double A, and we are back for another splendid episode of the pod. So glad to be here as always. And uh, if you're listening on the audio platforms, thank you so much. If you're watching on YouTube, always, always a pleasure having you, no matter how you're watching, because without an audience, we don't have anything. So I am always, always grateful for my listeners, the viewers, the audience. Thank you so much. Is uh, Pepe Le Pew back yet? How about the Speedy Rodriguez, man? They better not take Speedy Rodriguez. Speedy Gonzalez, bro. I said Speedy Gonzalez. Speedy Rodriguez. Holy mackerel. Slowpoke Rodriguez. Heard of that? <laughs> thank you for the correction. Thank you, Guru. Anyways, thank you so much for being here, guys. We have a great show in store for you tonight. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on YouTube. If you want to show support, that's one way. To, uh, to show support is to subscribe on YouTube channel, Profile Pod TV. Leave us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to do that. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter on Clubhouse. It's all Club, uh, Profile Pod TV. So um, always love interacting with the audience, with the followers, with the listeners. I, I need feedback, guys. I need feedback. I love feedback. Constructive criticism. It's all good. So let's get into it, man. Let's get into it right now. Tonight, we have our special guest of the evening. He hails out of Downey, California. He has his own shop, customized, customizing um, products. He's, uh, again, out of Downey, he's engraving. He is uh, laser cutting. He's doing so much in the community. And he's here with us to share his story, how he got into the business, all the good stuff. He's going to give up the goods tonight, baby. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please welcome Gabriel Garcia of Imagine That Workshop. How you doing, brother? What's going on, Noble Egg? Yeah, and I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Oh, no, thank you, man. Thank you for the corrections. <laughs> uh, Speedy, what did I say? Speedy Rodriguez? Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, that's horrible, man. Dude, you're ruining my childhood already, man. It's worse than the canceling. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, man. Oh, yeah. No, 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 uh, no offense, man. No offense. But uh, yeah, man, thank you so much for taking the time for being here, man. I can't wait to get into um, everything that you're doing right now. And you're, I saw your, I've seen your footage, your videos, man. You're doing some really cool work. And uh, you, so tell us a little bit about what you do, Gabriel. Tell the audience, man. Basically, uh, where you're based out of, how long you've been in business, all that good stuff, man. All right. Well, I do laser engraving. I do cutting engraving. Uh, I do it on tumblers. I can do it on uh, glass, uh, mirrors. I can do it with wood. Mostly that I do most is wood and acrylic. That's the one that people like the most. And then the tumblers. People love the tumblers. And just recently, I just started doing the uh, cutting boards. There you go. I was just right. looking at that. <laughs> I, so... Uh, <laughs> It doesn't say imagine that, but I, I, I yeah, you need something on there. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know, definitely can make you one like this. <laughs> there you so, go, man. There you yeah, go. Yeah, so I just recently started doing cutting boards too. So the bamboo, they're really the, the, the good quality ones, not the 99 cents or kind of deal, the good quality ones that actually resistant. So I, I'm in Downey, like I said before, and I've been doing this for 
probably about a, I've been doing it for about a year professionally <laughs> that I decided to open the shop and really go out to the public about a year. But before that, I was just doing it. It's just, it was just my hobby. It was just something that I was doing on the side and, you know, it was, it was my, it was my therapy. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. So you, you were in the business before and then you just started your own business a year ago? No, actually, uh, I, I don't even come from a background of doing much of this. I mean, a long, long time ago, probably about 15, maybe 20 years ago, I was working at a, in a sticker shop in Southgate. Uh, and it was just pretty much they do like the decals for the for the cars. Remember back in the Fast and the Furious area, everybody wanted yeah. those decals and stuff. So I was making some of those stuff. So I did that for maybe about half a year, and then the swap meet burned down, and oh. I had to move on and do something else. And I went into a completely different avenue that has nothing to do with that. But I always had the whole creative thing in the back of my head because I always like to do make things and do a little bit of graphic design. So and I always had it. And I always did it as a hobby on the side. Not like this, though. <laughs> I see. I see. What what were what industry were you in before you started your business, Gabriel? I was actually in a collision. So I started as a body shop with my brother-in-law, just doing just regular, just doing body work. And then I moved on and started running the office, and I started doing the estimated side. So oh. yeah. Mm -hmm. So from there, mm -hmm. I moved on to the insurance company. Um, I did a we well within the body shop. Then I moved and I I went to college and got my certifications for that. And then I ended up working in Mercedes. I was working in uh, Newport Beach, uh, Fletcher Jones Motor Car for a couple of years and oh, um, got my certifications there. Came back over here, worked over here in European Collision uh, Downey as well for with the Porsche. So you know, I was mostly in cars, and then just recently I was working for the insurance company doing the same thing. So I, I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely separate, different uh, industry, man. So what what prompted you to get, to start this business, man? Tell us a little bit about how that process happened, man. So pandemic. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's really there what happened. So I was, um, it was right before the pandemic happened, actually. So I was working for for an insurance company and you know it was getting very uh, stressful working for them so they were like they were really coming down on us uh, there was a lot of requirements that they wanted us to do and some things that was really unrational things that we couldn't do and you know start cutting corners and you know like I don't want to you go know, too much into it for the yeah you know just legally <laughs> so but you know it's just it wasn't good you know you're not taking care of your customers and that's not something that I really like so um, I've always been very straightforward and it's like, you're paying for something, you should get the full service of it. So I started just, I needed yeah. something like a therapy for me to be de-stressed de out. So I started doing this. I, I bought a little machine, a little Glowforge, little, and I, just, I was just doing lasering for myself and for family members and stuff like that. And then a couple of months later then, then the pandemic hit. So I was still working for the insurance company, but now we were working remote from home. So I was home more. So now I had the time that it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm finishing my estimates. I don't have anything to do over there. I would just uh -huh. jump back over here and then de-stress myself from what I just did online. Yeah. And I just started doing lasering. And I started posting things up on online. Um, my sister-in-law's uh, little uh, dog passed away. So I made an engraving on that dog as a keychain. And I posted it online. And people were just kind of like, oh, my God, that looks so amazing. And people uh -huh. started just after that, it just I just started making stuff. And it just, then here we are. You know, it just it just started as a, a hobby. And, yeah. 
is a thing where it just started snowballing for you and then just one thing led to another and before you know it you have all these orders coming in and yeah and people that are you're coming into my life that i didn't even know i, I would never would have met them if i would have stayed in the other business wow wow so <laughs> so, so now this is your full-time gig what yeah, I'm, this is what I do full time. Um, the other, I, I, I do it more like an independent contractor. <laughs> I'm more like a hitman kind of deal, but I'm uh -huh. trying not to do it. If I, if it's needed, I will go and do it. But if not, right now the business is doing great. So, you know, thank you for everybody that's been supporting me and, you know, continue to support me. You know, I really appreciate it. And, you know, this is what we do now. Yeah, no, that's great, man. You know, tumblers, these things have become so popular man i mean just they're the rate they're all the rage right now right at the yeti and you have all these other companies uh, doing them i mean you see them and uh they're awesome because they, they keep your drink either super warm or super cold right yeah i love mine man i i've had this, like, <laughs> Dude, you just gotta bring it by and i can add whatever you want on it don't worry <laughs> yeah I, okay yeah man appreciate that i appreciate that gabriel but uh, but that's great man i'm glad to to hear that your your business is doing well man you and the pandemic, yeah, yeah, a lot of people uh, started different businesses, uh, started side hustles, podcasts, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, you know, people obviously had more time and people wanted to be productive. And, and some people did it out of obviously for necessity, um, you know, to start how to generate income in other ways. Be and um, and here we are, you know, myself included, you know, my, my podcast really took off. Uh, a year ago, you know, at, the, at these, I can't believe we're talking about it. It's, it's already been a year, you know. Yeah, in the beginning of the pandemic, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, it's great. I know, man. I know. Gabriel, I want to kind of take it back a little bit. Where did you grow up? Uh, well, I was actually, you know, I was actually born in Mexico. So oh, they, they which brought part? Which me. Part? Yeah, so they brought me. I'm from, um, I was born in Uruapa, Michoacan. So uh, my my parents brought there. me <laughs> my parents brought me when I was I was about eight nine years old, and I I was uh, we came to East LA. <laughs> oh, so okay. I was living. I grew up most of my most of my teenage years in East LA until I was about sixteen, and then um, you know you just move around East LA, Boyle Heights, back to East LA, borderline Montebello, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and then from there then I, I moved to I moved to Colorado. So I was in Denver for. I was there for about three years. I was from 16 until I was about almost 19. I was in Colorado and then uh, I came back and I was living in Monterey Park for a while. Wow. And then from there I moved to, I've been in Downing now for about 11 years almost. Okay, so let's, let's go back to that, man. Uh, so you, you're, you're living in East LA up until about 16 years old. Yeah. Right? The 90s when all the craziness is going on, brother. <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay, so... How did you end up in Colorado? <laughs> well, see, the thing is, uh, you know, in the 90s, uh, East LA was, it was very, it was hard, man. It was one of the, all the craves and the bloods and a lot of gangs. And yeah. it, it was hard for you to, to be a, a young Latino walking in the street without somebody throwing gangs at you or trying to jump you into a gang without or getting beat up. So, you know, you, you try to stay out of trouble the best thing that you could. So mm -hmm. around that time, my, uh, my parents split up. So my dad went to Mexico and my mom stayed here. It went all 16. So I was like, well, what am I going to do? So I was, you know, it was just uh, upset at the situation. So I actually didn't want to stay with either of them. So my godfather was living in Denver and he's like, come up, mijo. You know, I, I can get you working over here and then, you know, just forget about everything. And yeah, that's what I did. I feel that if I would have stayed in East LA, 
I, I probably wouldn't even be alive, you know, just because of the, you know, the, the environment, the people, you know, you, you're an angry 16-year-old kid and, you know, you, you can do a lot of stupid shit. <laughs> no doubt. So that's what I did. I moved over there and started working and, yeah, and had to grow up very, very quickly before I came back. Right, right. Now, did, did you finish high school out there? No. So what happened is I dropped out of high school here. I went up there and I was just working. So when I came back, um, I met my wife, my, my now wife, when wow. I came back. I've been with my wife for about 18 years now. So I met her. Yeah, <laughs> she's the one that's been guiding me the most. So I, I met her and, you know, she was going to college and I kind of went back to school. I got my GED and uh, that's how I went to college and got my certification so I can work at Mercedes. And that's, that's how everything started snowballing from there. I was working in the body shop, working from 8 to 6 o'clock at night. And then from 6.30 to 11 o'clock, I was going to college for the collision stuff. Nice. And I did that for two years. And yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm very proud of doing that because uh, I paid all of that out of pocket. I didn't get financial aid. I, I, was, I was born in Mexico. So at the time, my legal status wasn't legal. So I had to pay out-of-state fees, like if mm. I was a foreigner. So, you know, you go to community college, it, yeah. back then it was like 10 bucks a unit. I was yeah. paying like $65 per unit, oh you know, because I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm supposed to be out-of-state. Yeah. So I, I paid all of that out of pocket, and so I put myself through that, and I was able to, through there, I was cut the internship to go work in Mercedes, and then I, they gave me the full-time position, and everything just, just, they just changed my life after that because then DACA came along. So DACA is mm -hmm. the one. I was one of the DACA recipients that started from the the first the first batch. I yeah. qualified for that. I, I was and at the same time everything just kind of was falling into pieces. I went into my GED. I finished it. I went to I went to college so I can get that stuff. And while I was in college, DACA came along. I got it. I got it. And then not six months later, then the Mercedes opportunity came out, and I went oh. to Mercedes and I started working there. So I was there for about two almost three years. And that's when I moved out. And then after that, then I got my residentship. And then about two, almost two years ago, I got my citizenship. So wow, it's been amazing. a wild ride, man. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. What's the time frame? When did you start with Mercedes? What year was uh, That was back in uh, 2010, I'm going to say, 2011. Okay. Around that time. And I finished working yeah. with them around 2013. Okay. 2013, 2014. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, now, when you were, again, going back to your youth, your, 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 you know, adolescent years, and were you the type of kid that was having trouble? Were you getting into trouble? Were you running with gangs? Were you doing... Well, scene? the thing is, when you, when you were in isolated, I didn't... I feel like I was a, I was more of a, of a chameleon, <laughs> you know? You know the people, you yeah. hang around with them, and then a voice you from you getting beat up. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew the right people. I know the people, I, you know, but I never really, I mean, to this day, dude, I haven't, I never touched any drugs. Like I haven't even, like people say, oh, you smoke, I have never touched weed in my life. I don't even really drink, really. I mean, uh, I'll pick a beer just like, yeah, but I'm not, a, I'm not even a drinker, man. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, yeah. For the it's, same, it's for the same reason, incredible. man, because when you, 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 you have that legal status, you're afraid that everything you're going to, you'll get deported for, for doing this stuff. You get a DUI. So I, I had to be, extra careful like people yeah. don't understand how people like me 
had to like struggle and everybody's saying, oh yeah, they're taking all the, the welfare. It's not even the dude. We work so hard to get what we have. You know, mm -hmm. we do everything the right way as much as we can with our situation that we have. And then we're just trying to better ourselves. That's why, and continue to move forward. And if you can see, look, I don't even, I don't even have a tattoo. I never had a tattoo in my life. <laughs> I don't do like, it's like people, neither, that, people that met me, like they never would have thought that I wasn't legal before. That I went through all of that just because, you know, that some some people are like, oh, they thought I was Native of American because I, I used to have long hair, you know, you know, like, you know. So <laughs> it's it's it was rough. So mm -hmm. you know, I I need to keep props to all my people that are like doing the hustle. They came from nothing and immigrant parents and even themselves. You know, like don't give up, man. You guys can yeah. do it too. You know, yeah. you just had to keep you just keep keep going, man. You just gotta keep yeah. moving forward. No doubt, Gabriel. No, that's a that's a great um, I think motivator of life. I think because my parents came here uh, from Mexico. You know, I'm first generation, and uh, they came here. They worked. They 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 struggled. They kept going. They kept going and became successful here in this country. You know, and and it gives you a different perspective, right? Like you just mentioned, man. You you've been there and you've done that, and. Um, you have that uh, experience, you know, that a lot of other people don't, man. And <laughs> yeah. So you think, you see things a little bit differently, man, and you appreciate the opportunity that lies here in this country. And uh, and now look at you, look at you, man, you're, you're doing great. Your business is thriving and you've, you've, you've achieved success. Um, going back again, going back to your youth, Gabriel, were you always, uh, were you entrepreneurial at all during those early years when you were a kid? You know, I, I feel like I I was a very I was the very first of everything in my family, you know? So I feel like, you know, I'm the first they wanted to, oh, you know, I wanna properly speak English. <laughs> you know, like my mom never learned how to speak English. And then my sister always like like didn't really get the concept until later on, even though she was older than me. I I feel like I was the first to always like, oh, why not me? You know, like you see people that have other stuff and then it's like, how can I do that? You know, how can I better myself so I can be that? How can I, you know, afford to have a car? How can I try to, you know, I have the hustle, I guess. It was, the, it's always been the hustle, you know? Mm. Um, I I always try to, you know, better and better myself. So I think, I guess to an extent, yeah, I guess I, that, like you can say I was entrepreneurial because I, yeah. I always try to do something. And even before I did the whole car industry because of my status, I pretty much did it a tons of different jobs that whatever from from factory jobs in the middle of the night you know to like a, a fish store like scaling like the fish and coming out of home smelling like like crazy fish and you know i did uh, i did mowing lawns and stuff like that i only did it once and i give them props you know my uh, garden people man i'll give you guys props that's hard work yeah, man. Yeah, you know like yeah. i don't know how these guys do it day in and day out like i did it once i was like oh my god my i that's wow. crazy. You guys no are amazing. You guys are beasts. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, Gabriel. I I I, I agree, man. I agree. I, I give them props. Uh, it's where it's hard work, man. It's manual labor. It's um, you know, it's backbreaking and uh, yeah, much much love to those those guys out there, man. You know, doing doing the 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 work, doing the hard work. Um, now when you were, you think. If COVID had never happened, man, this pandemic never happened, what do you think would have had? Do you think you would still be at Mercedes? You still be in the automotive industry? Do you think? 
You know, probably not. I think uh, so. What happened is after I left Mercedes and I was working, I was already working with the insurance company with the oh, that's happening. Right. So what happened is that I think I was already burned out from the insurance. From or even I was already burned out from the body shop because at the body shop, the way that they run it is like, like just let me just give you that. That place was high paced. Like they were doing one point five million dollars in sales a month. Oh wow! In repairs. So, yeah, so yeah, that's like, it's crazy. So there was like, there was six estimators in that place, including myself. And each one of us, we had three body men working especially for us. So just think about it, how big the operation there was. So it was like a small body shop within a body shop. Like everybody had their little body. So we were all sharing. There was six spray booths. There was like... 20 something preppers it was it was a crazy operation and when it when it's stuff like that how it is with a big operation it's a lot of hiccups there's a lot of hard things that some people you know have more pull over here somebody's giving like little things here over here so they won't take your car so it was very very cutthroat it's like if you didn't know the right people your car wouldn't get pushed to get repair or pain or go through the process wow yeah you got to have a, a an inside Hook up there, huh? Yeah, it's like you had to know the the preppers to be like, oh hey, look look at you guys! I got you guys a case of bread bowls. Oh, thank you. Get Gabriel's cars for it. You know, like <laughs> like that, like seriously, like it was like stuff yeah. like that. Is like you had to find a way to push your cars. And um, one of the things that I'm very proud of when I worked there, that I was the first Mexican in the um in a rider. Everybody was a wedo. Everybody was it was a. Uh, it was a you know, Caucasian, okay. Asian, or but I was the only, the first Mexican that was there, which I was, it was pretty cool. But at the same thing, when you're the first, there's a lot of roadblocks. <laughs> mm. And I felt the roadblocks, you know, that's one of the first things that I, I felt like, okay, why can I go and do this? Oh, you know, because you don't have the experience. I'm like, BS, this guy has less experience than me. Why is he doesn't? Because my color is different. And wow. I, that's the stuff that I got to experience there. Because wow. of my, you know, my background, and uh -huh. it, it was it was very difficult. I mean, in hard, but at the same time, I'm a fighter. I'm like, oh, you know what? That's not gonna stop me. So I kept doing it, and I worked my ass off, and you know, I I did very well. But for the same thing, I felt like I burned myself out. Mm -hmm. So when I I actually I left that place, and people told me that I was crazy just to leave because like, well, you're you're making extremely good amount of money there you know you're, you're almost making you're making a three-figure income in the early 2000s you know you're like in your uh, 20s so it's wow. like but yeah. it's like oh dude i was just burned out you know i was uh -huh. getting there and because the traffic from here from downey to go to fletcher jones at the time is when they were working on the 605 and the 605 and then the 405 it was like a chain that they were working on so traffic was horrible in the morning so I had to be there at six o'clock in the morning. So I would leave my house at 4.30, work out at the you know, gym there. So I was there from 4.30. So I had to wake up here at my house at three. And then I would go, wake up at three, get ready, get there, work out, start work at six o'clock in the morning, uh, do my regular work. They close at six o'clock at nine. Again, traffic was horrible. So I waited. So I wouldn't leave the shop until eight o'clock. So I wasn't getting home until nine o'clock. And oh then goodness. just just to have dinner and then go to sleep and wake up at three again and do it all over again Monday through Saturday. Holy mackerel! Yeah. Wait, so so you were you were commuting from where Downey. were you? Downey to where again? Newport Beach. Newport Beach, and <laughs> wow! So you were you were getting home till nine p.m. 
Yeah, it was ten nine or eight, depending on on the traffic. Yeah, Holy I mean, man. at the time it worked out, and my wife was going through her internship. She was going to college and finished. So I mean, it, it worked out. You know, right now we've been together for eighteen years. I have a three year old, and that's the only son. That's the only the only child we have for the same reason because we were both doing our careers, working or trying to you know yeah. trying to the hustle. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but yeah, now afterwards is when I started working in the insurance, I just needed to slow down. I was getting burned out. Uh, you know, you start losing that spark of like, you know, you have, you you understand that people are like, I, I, I truly understand the feeling of the people are like, oh, the money is not happiness. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, you're crazy. You know, it's because, you know, you know it's, it's, it gets to the point, of, I wish people would have money and see them, you know, it's not everything. You mm -hmm. know, it's a tool. That okay. Money is just a tool that you can use to better yourself, but it's not like, it's not going to keep you eternal happiness. If you have the money and you don't know how to use the money, you're going to be even worse than you were when we first started. So it's, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a double-edged sword if you don't know how to use it. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. That's an interesting point, Gabriel. <laughs> and, and you were, you, you said the early 2000s, you were heading down to 605, right? Yeah. I was down, I was in the early 2000s, like 03, 04. I was living in, uh, San Gabriel Valley. I was Sorry, late 2000. My bad. It was because it was 2009, 2008, 2009. My bad. Oh, late 2000. But yes, my bad. But the, yeah, was, but the, just... Nonetheless, the 605, you know, <laughs> that freeway is vicious, man, in the mornings. Because my point I was going to say is I was uh, leaving from West Covina, La Puente area, uh -huh. down to the 605 to Cerritos. Ah. I worked there for a couple of years, but that 605 is vicious, man. Yeah. Yeah. Until they started with the carpooling. Like now, like honestly, like now with the with the electric cars and stuff, dude, hey, I wouldn't go back to a regular car. Like right now, just if you can get it on there, like something that has a even a plug-in that you can have a sticker and go in the carpool lane by yourself, it saves you 45 minutes on a yeah. regular ride that would take you about an hour. Right, right. Man. No, but that's that's a wow, Gabriel. You were grinding, man. That is yeah. serious stuff. Wow, yeah. so, that's impressive, though, man. That's impressive. Mm -hmm. No, I, I appreciate it, man. It's I take just, my head off to you. <laughs> you know, and those are the things that people don't see. You know, like people just see, like, oh yeah, you know, like he's doing good, whatever. I'm like, dude, you don't know, like, the hardship that we have gone through. You don't know, you know. Like I said, nobody even know that I wasn't even legal, you know? Just to carry that everywhere that you go and then you have like, oh man, I, I might get pulled over now or I might get this. It's, it's the fear too, you know? It's, mm. a, it's a lot of stress, you know? You, you do, you, it's, it's, it's a bad thing like... <laughs> you're constantly looking over your shoulder. You're just, you're always on kind of on eggshells. Yeah, you know, like you, you see police, you see anything, you're like, oh crap. You know, you're like, you get more, even though you're not doing anything wrong, it's like... <laughs> nope. Yeah, right. <laughs> no peace of mind. No peace of mind. No, until until I got it. Once I got my, it's crazy. Once I really, I I was doing the oath and I got my citizenship, it was so much relief and peace that I felt because it's mm. like it was crazy. Yeah. And then yeah. at the same time, to think that it's like it's a piece of paper, bro. This piece of paper dictates my life. How mm. crazy is that? Yeah, you know, yeah. it's no. It's, uh, yeah, I, 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 I hear you, Gabriel. I hear you, man. Again, you have that interesting perspective, man. I've never had to go through that, you know. Uh, my parents did for a little bit. Uh, but if you don't, if you've never lived it, then you, you just won't know, you know. You could tell me, oh, you, you know, my parents, have, they've told me stories. And um, it's one of those things you just don't know unless you lived it, man. And, yeah. Um, 
I want to kind of I want to get into the imagine that man and tech some of the technical aspects of what you do. Um, you know, I've seen those videos that you posted on Instagram where uh, talk a little bit about that one video where with the cutting board and uh, has that that James Brown song uh, <laughs> dubbed into it. It's a cool video, man. I reposted it. People love that video, man. I've gotten a lot of views on that. And uh, talk about that machine, man. Is that the laser? Yeah, so that's the new one, actually. So before this one, the one that I have right now is an OMTEC 80-watt OMTEC machine. So that's not the blue one that you uh -huh. saw in that video. Say that again. So uh, OMTEC 80-watt. Uh, so that's the machine that I have right now. The one that I had before, it was a, Glow, a Glowforge Pro. It was a smaller machine, more of a desktop thing. There was just morely for hobby. You know, I could do long boards, but they had to be about a quarter of an inch. And that's it. I couldn't do tumblers. I couldn't do uh, um, any other cups or wine, wine cups. Anything bigger than two inches, I couldn't put it in the machine on the other one. So that's why when I started with the Glowforge, and that, that's really when I, I got really into hobby. And, and, you know, you master it. You start making, I make some amazing stuff in that machine. But then you yeah. start, you get to that limit. It's like, okay. I mastered the machine. I I'm already limited. I need to. I want to do more. You know. I need yeah. to jump into the next step. So that's when I I I pull the trigger and I bought this bigger machine. Ooh. And because same thing, all the orders. You know, people were asking me for stuff and it was taking longer. And then it gets to the point. It's like, okay, I'm not making any profit because the machine is too slow. You know, mm. I'm making. I'm putting so much work and detail into some of these designs that um some of them I'm breaking even. Like I'm spending six hours on a on a big engraving. When on this machine, the new one, I can do it in an hour and a half. You know, it's wow. a, you know, it's a big, big difference. So, yeah. So this this new machine is pretty much just uh, it's 80 watts, and it's it has the capability that you can pretty much just modify it how you want it. So this one, you can add a you can add a chiller, you can add LED lighting, you can put a, a bigger lens. So on this one, you can literally change uh, how the dimensions of how the machine cuts. So mm -hmm. if you want the machine to, even though you have a certain power and you have this little lens, that's what pretty much just focus, like a magnifying glass. So you can change those lenses and you can cut even deeper or you, when you're using for certain cuts, or if you're gonna do mostly engravings, like, I don't know if you can see, like this one is a Kobe Bryant one that I done a couple of times for a couple of the people. So oh, this is one of, one of, my, uh, one of my customers can, that he, can I don't you know. Hold it a little bit closer to the... Oh, there it is. Okay, I see it. Very yeah, cool. Yeah, so see, this is this engraving. Uh, it's you change. You have to change the lens to be not so strong. Otherwise, you just burn right through the wood. So those oh. are the the growing pains that I had to go when you're yeah. learning them, growing, learning how to use the machine. So right. um, it's not just okay. You just put it on there, and the machine does it for you. You're done, right? You know, <laughs> easy, easy peasy. That's how how it seems on the video, right? So yeah. that's that's like on the cutting board. So, so yeah, you know, like just put it on the video, cool. But before <laughs> that, I had to do all the prep. I had to do all the measuring. I had to make sure that the the, uh, the laser is cutting. I do plenty of cuts before you actually get the real product because all the know, settings are right. Yeah. Yes, you get, it gets expensive, you know, like those cutting boards are not cheap. <laughs> yeah. you know? So that actually, that cutting board was uh, for, sour, uh, for uh, Sour Cream Bee. I made that one for her from uh, Beer Tug Live. Like that's his okay. uh, wife. So I oh, made that okay. one for, you know, shout out to her, <laughs> Maddie. <laughs> yeah, very cool. So, yeah, so that was her design that, that she's, uh, she's uh, sporting right now in her logo. So she reached out to me and said, like, you know what, I want a cutting board. And I'm like, yeah, I can totally make you a cutting board. So I engraved her logo 
into that. And just recently, she she was just uh, her son. They were cooking, and then we seen the cutting board. I'm like, that's you know, <laughs> that's the pride that I feel. That's like, me. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's it. That's it, man. So yeah, so that, that's part of the machine. So I can do. Uh, um, now I can add the tumblers. You can add different sizes. I can do flask on this. So I mean, it's pretty much just the my imagination. That's why you imagine it and I create imagine it. Right? Imagine that, right? So yeah. that's how the name came to be too. You know, it's like I was, I was always like, imagine if I can do this. Imagine if I can. And my wife's like, imagine that. Imagine that yeah. workshop. All right, cool. I like it. Yeah, and that's a common expression. Imagine that, you know, man. Or yeah. Um, so, so with with the you can make pretty much uh, anything, right? Well, I, I, any, so or customize anything. And this, I, I can do. Uh, so, pretty much on this one, I can cut up to on width about thirty five inches, and then it has a feeder, and I can do unlimited. So, I had done some big boards that like um, seven uh, uh, 30, 35 inches wide and seven feet long like boards, like for, it was like a background for this, uh, one of my customers. And I was able to do that on this machine. So it's stuff like that. I can do the tumblers, you do the flask and uh, acrylic. And that's a actually pretty cool thing that you can do the acrylic. Just, it just, it's like plastic, but it's more resistant. And there's different types of acrylic. So there's the regular clear one. There's the mirror one that looks like, it looks just like a mirror and you can engrave okay. it. And it just keeps that, uh, the engraving is fine, but everything else is a mirror. So you get that reflective look. It looks really, really cool. Yeah, so yeah. those are some of the stuff that you can do. And then, you know, pretty, you can pretty much engrave it. Anything you put in there. Uh, I've done a couple of barrels uh, from uh, uh, this bar, Roxanne in Long Beach, you know. You know, mm -hmm. give them a shout out too, because they, they've been one of my biggest customers too. Very so, cool. So, yeah, man, they're, it's been opened so many doors, man. <laughs> That's great, man. That's great to hear. What are so some of the most unique items you've customized? Anything that's out of the ordinary that you were kind of like, uh, I don't know well, if I could I mean, the, the thing let's is try like, it. Uh, well, I mean, everything is, you would think it's like it's common, but you know, like on the tumblers, I started engraving actual images. So I haven't seen that very much. So I started, people asking me for that. Um, oh. People are asking me for dog tags in wood. So I did that yeah. with, but I did the doctor and I actually engraved uh, people. There was a, one of my customers that uh, her husband passed away the year before. So she wanted to make some duct tacks for her kids. So okay. I made them in wood, like a thicker wood, and I engraved the actual image on it. And they come up pretty cool. cool. That was really, really neat. I did a couple of, I used to do uh, wood earrings, like stud earrings, where like the people have their dogs and they did really, I, so I will get their dog, Photoshop it, fix it, and then engrave the little heads as earrings or keychains or even uh, necklaces. That was a mm. thing that I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you've done now uh, some some celebrity. Uh, you have some celebrity clientele, right? Talk talk a little bit about those guys. I, I saw uh, uh, Beto Duran, uh, but go, go ahead. Yeah, tell us a little bit about. So I mean, it, this is the thing. When I started doing the business, I really. I like, I'm the type of people, if you can tell, I like to talk to people. I like to meet people. Um, I just like to interact with people. And so when I started doing the business, I wanted to, you know, start approaching people that did stuff that I like. So one of the first ones that I approached was uh, this guy named Brian, uh, Brian uh, from Philadelphia, or and it's, it's, it's an artist, his name is BB Sketch. And he actually does the, uh, he does a lot of drawings and um 
I don't know if you ever seen that on the NBA players and the football players. They have like their tennis shoes and they have like drawings and cartoons on them. That's him. He does those things for the NBA players oh. and the football players. So BB him, sketch, huh? yeah. So this 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 design, this is actually his. This is BB sketch. Oh, this is his. so he let me use it. I, I re- actually I did one of his designs. I I, I use I was looking at his his artwork and I really like. He did a Kobe Bryant uh, design and I I grabbed it and I made it into wood and it came out really nice. And I reached out to him and I'm like, hey, hey, well, you know, Brian, my name is you know my name is Gabriel. Um, I'm just new to this. I like your work and I just wanted to see how your work looked on wood. And look, I did this. I mean, I hope you don't get offended. I'm not gonna sell it. I just wanted to show you what I can do. And okay. the, he was super cool. He started talking to me, and he's like, yeah, man, this is awesome. And, you know, we build our relationship. Dude, I have his cell phone. I can call him. Like, I consider him a friend. I can call him and like, hey, Brian, how are you, brother? And every, like, he's been helping me out with the business. And Very that was cool. one of the people that I reached out just because it's like, hey, you know, I, I, they seem approachable. Yeah. Uh, the, another one was uh, Beto Duran. So Beto Duran, I, I know it often because he's LA based, you know, yeah. he's a reporter. And same thing, you know, like I seen he's, he was doing a, he does a podcast, Living the Dream. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the Living the Dream podcast, he really like focuses on, on people like myself that are coming up from nothing. They are in higher places that like you wouldn't even expect. And it's just some of them, you know, they just want to put the people that Latinos and other people can come from nothing. They're out there and they're doing and making it happen. And I always appreciate that. podcast. So I reached out to him because he was during the pandemic time. He was doing he started doing the living and dream and doing another show that Thursdays on his garage. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you've seen he has his all his T-shirts in the back and the whole the whole shebang. And I, I reached out to him. like, Hey, man, you know what? I appreciate all the, t- the, sh- the shows that you've done. Let me make you a sign. Uh, and I made that big Beto Duran sign, like it was like this big. And if you see on his podcast, on, on any of them, he has it in the back. Like, Is it on I, YouTube? Uh, it's on YouTube. Yeah, if you go on YouTube on, uh, on uh, Beto Duran's on Living the Dream or on the Thursdays, okay. I made that logo. Check and it then out. he started doing the boxing logo. I mean, the boxing podcast that Thirst Diaz, which is the with the Diaz, uh, the, the Coach Diaz and, and Indio and uh, Golden Boy uh, uh, promoter. That's the, yeah. the also he's another Diaz. So with yeah. him, uh, same thing. He was doing the podcast, and I told him, "Look, like you need a sign." So with him, I actually designed the logo, the logo that he has on Thirst Diaz with the two gloves and the microphone in the middle. I designed that. I made that from scratch, and I told him, "Look." Here you go, brother. You know, like, I didn't charge him anything. I was just like, here, I, I like the show. I'm a fan. And, yeah, he was he posted it up, and he ha- he has that logo back there. And because I did that, I was, uh, you know, I started talking to everybody else from the show. So uh, the promoter from Golden Boy and then Coach Diaz, um, mm-hmm. same thing. That was another people that are started, like, they like my work, and Coach Diaz actually ordered a couple of stuff. And if you see him on my page, I got out to Indio. I got to the gym and i done a couple of stuff for him too you know and that's another people that i'm like man you know the coolest guy ever very like very down to earth and that's just you know some of the few people that i met you know and um russell from uh from golden boy too i made a i made a flask for him as well i mean a, a tumbler yeah yeah that was okay. a one that i just did recently too you know he's like send this so i put send it on one side and i put golden boy on the front and that was another one that i did and uh just recently i was talking to um his name is uh uh, Jose, he's a Salvadorian comedian that's on, on TikTok. He makes a lot of videos. He has like a 
like a bunch of followers there and he was making a lot of funny stuff so i reached out to him hey man and i did a little sign of his logo and he's like bro and i started talking to him too and you know and that's another <laughs> that's person cool, that man. just because i'm i guess they just like my personality because I'm, I'm just being friendly man i'm not really like hey look here buy my stuff and it's like dude i like your stuff and i just want to see how your stuff looks on wood and if you no, like that's... it cool if you don't and hey you know i just wanted to you do great work. You do great work, and I think they 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 see that, or, or otherwise they'd be like, "Hey, okay, thanks, man." You know. Yeah, you know, because that's the appreciate thing. you. You know, <laughs> appreciate the love, and but no, man, you you do great work, and it. Uh, I think they, um, you know, they have again, you know, they 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 take notice. They take yeah. <laughs> makes the, you're making. It's a great way to network, man, and you're doing it out of your the kindness of your heart too. You you're sincere about it. You're genuine about it, and. That's cool, man. That's a great story. That's a great story, man. And uh, <laughs> I've also seen you on uh, another podcast, a couple of the oh, oh, well, yeah. So for the Martin Moreno. Thing, so, yeah, so I got to opportunity to meet Martin Moreno too through Beto too, because Beto's always go through all the, the different uh, the podcasts, and you know, he has that um, that group uh, that he did it only for a little bit, Slutter before Slutter. <laughs> and I don't know if you heard of it. Uh, so Martin Moreno has a rock group. So, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so he he was promoting that for a while, and that was just just for fun. And I'm a big metalhead, you know. If you see my my flask, it's all <laughs> full of like like metal. I don't know if you can see it because oh, of the, the, there, oh, there we go, there we go. So, so you have Queen. a bunch. Of, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So freeze. this one is actually that's Dio. his logo, Slutter before Slutter. So gotcha. so I uh, I made a big logo of the band, and I and I you know for them. And uh, Martin came over here and he picked it up and I met him in person. Super cool dude. And um, I guess, you know, he saw the same thing, you know, like I'm just, just a regular dude and uh, I don't care who you are. You know, if you're a cool person, you're a cool person. If you, if I don't, if you, whether you have money or you don't have money, if you're, an, you're a good person, you're good person. If you're an asshole, I'm not going to deal with you. I don't care yeah. who you are. Exactly. You know, and good. I think that people, are, uh, people, people appreciate that for me that I'm just, I'm just either you like me or you don't like me because I'm going to be straight. I'm going to be straight with you. You know, I'm an honest uh, person and, you know, and that's just the way it is. So he sure. actually asked me, he has a podcast in Spanish called No Te Asustes. And he had a lot of people and I was like, man, that, that's a, you know, it's everything. The whole podcast is in Spanish, which I didn't oh. even know. I was like, man, Martin, you get down in Spanish. I got to so, check that out, man. Yeah, check it out. He has a, had a no lot of people. Yeah, No Te Asustes. And, I've been wanting uh, to do that too, Gabriel. Doing a, a Spanish. Uh, hey, I'm down. Vamos a seguir en español. Vámonos, vámonos. La próxima. So yeah, so I did that podcast with him, and then uh, so that was a really cool experience. Him and I met Elizabeth, which is the other co-host there. She's super cool. Oh, you know, really? shout out to her. You know. So he invited yeah. you on that podcast. Yeah, he invited me on that podcast, and. I was there. I mean, I'm not sure when the episode is going to drop, but, you know, because I don't know how that works. But, yeah, but that was, uh, you know, that's just people that, that I meet. And, and I'm just grateful because of the company, because if I never would have done the move of going forward and just doing what I do, and because the way that I do it, I guess, like, I get to meet people like that. And and that's what I like. And I, I feel like that's what I needed, man, because I was just getting, like, oh, man, the, the whole corporate world and everything that I was doing before, it was just not fulfilling, you know? Mm. But now so, you're doing something that you love to do. Exactly. You're networking with people. You're meeting people from all over. Yeah, the and that's that's what I like. 
And it, yeah, that, isn't that great, man? You do something that you love and you never work a day in your life. Yeah, you so see, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm, you see, I'm posting those videos. It's like 11.30 at night, 12 at night, what is it? But I'm having fun, man. You know, that's like great, it man. doesn't feel like it's a job. Yeah. You know, I'm doing this stuff and everything that I do is unique. So people are like, don't you get bored of them? I'm like, no, bro, because everything <laughs> that I'm doing is different. Yeah. You know, yes, I'm doing engraving, but it's not the engraving of the same thing. You know, you like you're saying, you can just flash. Oh, you want you want to uh, your podcast logo on it? Okay, cool. That's completely different than what it was before. So it's gonna come out completely different. It's gonna be unique to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. Now, Gabe, are you uh, you have are you servicing? Oh, mainly California, Southern California, or are you starting to branch out? No, actually, I already you have orders coming out. In from Like, actually, I ship everywhere in the U.S. I ship oh, a couple wow. of things to Canada. Uh, I can. Sh I, I'm shipping like to stuff to Mexico. I've been a couple of like, a couple of orders too. So yeah, no, I can ship everywhere. Like I was able to. Uh, I I made the company legit from the beginning. You know, I went. The company is actually Imagine That Workshop LLC, corporation, okay. but it runs oh. itself. It has its own everything. So, Do you have a staff now, or is it just your no, staff? Right now, it's just me. Me and my wife and, and my son that is the scribbler. So. <laughs> <laughs> the doodler. He's doodling. The doodler, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty much just like right now, it's just that's the operation. There it is. It's mostly me, and but hey. Yeah. And I've seen you collaborate uh, with other businesses uh, you know, on pop-ups. You're doing events like that You're to, to promote, right? And to get Right, yeah. So it's the same thing. People taking notice of stuff that I do and they had actually invited me. So the very first one, first pop-up that I did, because I only done a couple of them, but I, I've been doing a lot more and same thing, people that I started meeting that I was like, oh man, I never would have done that. So I said, I was doing wooden earrings for a while, custom made, like people were asking me, oh, I like this anime character. Or I like this, this particular stuff. So they wanted to see this a wood earring. So I will make them and, and hand paint them. And there was this one girl, this customer, Clarice, She's a uh, Clarissa. She's a photographer for like the Downey, um, South Downey uh, page. And she told me, hey, you know what? We have a place called Bendorama that they do every month here in Downey and they do pop-ups and you would be perfect for that. So I'm like, okay, you know, I, I never done a pop-up before. So I went, I bought a couple, bought a tarp, you know, try to, you know, I'm going to do an event. So I went and that was a pretty good event. And, and, and that place, I met... Um, this guy named Gus. So this guy named Gus, he was doing designs for this bar, for the bar Roxanne in Long Beach. Okay. So he, they were making like an Aztec theme. So he told me, hey, man, you have some Aztec designs that you've done. Uh, they, uh, he like the style that he has, it looks perfect for what you do. I'm going to hook you up with him so you guys can link up and try to do something. So that through that Vendorama, I met uh, Rob in, in Roxanne's in Long Beach, which turns out that that Roxanne's place is the same Roxanne that Fluffy does his uh, uh, Mr. Iglesias show that he always, when you go Mr. Iglesias, like, we're going to go eat, drink at Roxanne's. That's that Roxanne. Oh, oh, I didn't even know until later. So, yeah, but mm -hmm. see, that's what it's such a small industry. And he knows Martin Moreno. He knows, he, everybody's like, I was like, I don't even know how I ended up. It was just, <laughs> that's cool, I don't know. And oh. yeah, so I done a lot of stuff for Roxanne's actually. Like if you go to the, their bar and the, the uh, TikTok bar in the in the side, like uh -huh. um, Maria Tech, that's what it's called. Uh -huh. They have a couple of my designs on display that I did for him. Uh, the actual bar has this like pyramid look, and it has the strips that I made in wood for him. 
So if you guys go check it out, you'll see my stuff. And he has a, a distillery for whiskey in the back called Dirty, Dirty Prospectors, one of the brands. And I designed, if you see my picture, I done some boxes. That's them too. That's actually Roxanne. So I made those boxes especially for them. And I made those uh, uh, big barrels, all those barrels that you see on my page that I've been doing, that was for mm -hmm. them as well. The Dirty Prospector and, and Willie's, that's also from Roxanne's. Wow, that's very cool, Gabriel. Man, you, you're doing a lot of great stuff. Yeah, yeah you know, I'm being just, everywhere, but it's just fun, just man. <laughs> you, man. Now, now are, are you, you're not a real retail shop, right? No, well, see, I guess not necessarily a retail because I don't sell the same thing over and over that much. Pretty much everything that I do is custom. So no, everything's okay. online. So, I mean, I, there are some stuff that I do sell, like some of the earrings that like are the same ones. So. It's not a walk-in store, though. No, no, it's not. Well, you can come, and if you want to place an order in person, you can. You can, you know? okay. So they just people usually message me like, okay, this is what I want. You know, you get your invoice if you if you want it for your records, and we do everything through the messenger. And right now, I'm actually finishing up my web website. So pretty soon, the website is gonna be up. Uh, and uh, I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you. Do you have a website set up? Yeah. Or? So the website is on the works, and that's gonna be imagine.workshop.net. Because the dot com somebody took it and I don't and mm. they're asking a lot of money for it and I'm not gonna willing to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> so that net, imagine that workshop that net, but you can follow me at uh at imagine that workshop in Instagram, on Facebook, and also in TikTok. <laughs> Same thing at imagine that workshop. I do have an Etsy that I have some of the items. I don't have everything there. I only have the flask and I'm adding some of the stuff. Uh, also at imagine that workshop. But the website, I'm trying to, I'm going to hopefully in the next couple of weeks or hopefully sooner, that should be up and running. And yeah, like I said, I'm sh I can ship anywhere in the U.S., Mexico, Canada. And actually, I think the, the provider said that I can even ship in Europe. So. <laughs> oh, nice, man. Nice, man. So, Gabriel, man, at this point in time, what's the vision? What's your vision now going forward for, for Imagine That, man? You know, like... I wanted, I wanted, I wanted it to be more like a, get to the place that I can have a actual store, but I wanted it to be more like a place that you go and you see kind of art. I would want to collaborate with other artists and have like a place that, let's say, I have the shop like a big warehouse. Like my 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 vision is to have like a big warehouse, and when you come in the and, and it's one of those warehouses that you come in and you can see all the way through like an open kind of space, and in the beginning when you come in to have like arts, like hanging, like for people yeah. just to see. Like that's and it can be made in wood or even if it's not my own stuff, like just local artists that would just want to have their art display. That's kind of what I would want to do. I think that would be kind of cool. And then just kind of move forward. And even if I get a bigger machine to start making more bigger suns, even if it means making the big industrial ones, or um, I want to do like maybe some with LED lights and so for, for, for displays. And I, I, you know, just to grow, continue to move. Um, forward just doing more stuff and kind of pushing the envelope a little bit of some of the stuff that I've done. Yeah, Gabriel. No, I, I think, man, at this point, you're you're headed in the right direction, man. And, and I'm really happy for you. Uh, you have a great story, man. You've worked your ass off and you deserve it, man. You deserve every ounce of success that you attain, man, because you, you, you've worked hard, man. And uh, I don't have to tell you that. You know that. And, <laughs> you know, uh, but but I'm, I'm, I want to acknowledge that, man. You inspire me. Your story has inspired me. I didn't know a lot of this before we we came on, and uh, if this if your story doesn't inspire somebody else, you know, then I don't know what would inspire them. You yeah, know? I mean, I just, just an inspiration. Keep going, man. I mean, this is just uh, the 
I, when I was going to the side, I'm not going to lie, man, there's so many times that you feel like, man, you know what? It doesn't feel like you're moving at all. You know, it feels like you don't see any progress. So you, you the sounds you might get discouraged. Mm -hmm. So it, it's crazy. Like there was time during last, during the pandemic, like half of the year, there was times that I felt like I was getting like, and I don't feel like, I, I don't feel like I'm, I'm moving. You know, I, I don't feel like I'm improving at all. I just felt like I was in a slump. Uh -huh. And I started looking at like different things that like motivational stuff that I was reading and stuff like that. And um, one of the ones that always gets me thinking is this uh, quote, this guy named um, uh, Eric Thomas. And okay. his, his, uh, the quote is like, he always says this, pain is temporary. It will last for a minute. It will last for an hour or a year. But eventually it will succeed and something else will take its place. But if you quit, it will last forever. Mm. I was like, yes. Yeah. So and so yeah. that always got me. That always got me like, you know what? It's hard right now, but eventually it's gonna pass. It's gonna get to yeah. a point that it's gonna get easier. You just gotta keep grinding and just keep grinding and just keep grinding. And I felt like that really like always helped me like to think it's like, you know what? It's just temporary, it's just for right now. You know, it no. might be a year, my no, my pedal. Let's go. Let's go. Mm. <laughs> That's great, man. I, I needed to hear that. Thank you for sharing that, man. Last question, man, before we, we wrap it up, man, I, I, I like to ask all my guests this question. And um, yeah, it's just, you know, it's, it's interesting what kind of answers I get, but the, who are some, I usually say three people, but it doesn't have to be three. It could be one, it could be five. Who are some people um, that inspired you that you would love to sit down and have dinner with? You know, it's, I'm not gonna, I don't think I have a particular person that I'm gonna say, yes, this is a person that I would like to sit. But mm -hmm. I just, I welcome the opportunity to sit with anybody that's willing to share knowledge, you know, like truly from the heart, you know? Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are, you know, you don't have to be a famous person. Dude, you can be like somebody that doesn't have anything, somebody that has a rougher than me, but he, but he has a, a way to deal with things that's gonna help me. Then that's the people that I wanna sit down. And talk to because you i i want to learn how to get better you know so it could be i don't care who it is man you could anybody man if you want to sit down and you see me in the street just talk to me man i'm a comadre that's my voice <laughs> you're a comadre you you like to talk a lot and i'm like i just like people man i just like to talk Le gusta la plática. yeah man i can talk your ear off if you have yeah. another two hours let's go <laughs> Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, no, that's great, man. That's great. And like you said, man, you like to be out there. You're, you're working. And then that, that comes, uh, I think that if that comes naturally for anybody, man, I think that's, that's key. That's key. That's, that, that's very, uh, it's a powerful thing, especially if you're an entrepreneur, if you're running your own business, man, you can't be, well, I mean, you know, it's helpful, right? It's beneficial for your business. If you're, if you're one to, you know, spark up a conversation, develop relationships, cultivate relationships, network and um that's great man that's I mean, great that's how i got here man like that's yeah. how i started talking to you too brother i know you i know, know. <laughs> you just reached out and social media is a beautiful thing man but but i agree with you 100 percent, gabriel i would love to sit down with anyone who's willing to to impart knowledge to share from the kindness of their heart mm -hmm. not expecting anything back and uh that's how that's inspiration to, to me man that's how i learn 
You know, it doesn't have to be fam- someone famous or something. No, dude. Any, no, 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 can, man, anyone, everybody man. has a crazy story that you don't even know, you know? And I, like I said, like myself, nobody, if I if I wouldn't have told you the story, you would just met me in the street. You're like, oh, this guy is just ha- happy, dude, man. He's just like, yeah. you would never, you wouldn't know if I struggled in my life. You wouldn't never that I gone through any of that. He's just like, he's just a happy dude, man. He's been happy all his life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you exude that, that, that uh, optimism, the happiness that positivity man and, and it's contagious and people gravitate towards that man people want to be around that, that positive energy you know and you put that out there right in the universe and it comes back to you man yeah dude. i'm a big thing about the universe and karma man you know i i don't like to throw too much crap out there because it eventually that comes, comes back in your face man so you don't you don't want to do that <laughs> exactly exactly gabriel man where you mentioned um can you repeat where the good people can find you uh, on Instagram, on, on TikTok. Um, where can they connect with you? So uh, you guys can find me at uh, Instagram. That's mostly what I'm on all the time. So at Imagine That Workshop. Uh, same thing on, on, on Facebook, at Imagine That Workshop as well. Um, uh, TikTok, same thing, at Imagine That Workshop. <laughs> and uh, uh, when, if you go through my Instagram, I have the, the link to my uh, to my Etsy. So if you want to go to the Etsy, you can go through there. But pretty soon, the, the website, if everything goes good, uh, it should be at imaginethatworkshop.net. So that should be the website coming up pretty soon. You know, okay. hopefully you can, you know, get it up and running soon because that's been a trip as well because I had to learn how to do that. I'm doing that myself. <laughs> uh, there you go. There you go, man. Well, man, I want to thank you, Gabriel, for taking the time and for being here. Let's do, you're welcome back here anytime, man. Let's do part two. Maybe when you get your, uh, you know, your your website up, man, and, you know, you get your 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 uh, shop all, you know, up and everything's, when you get your second shop up, man. Yeah, you know, man. <laughs> or your, your mom and pop, your brick and mortar. Uh, anytime, man, you're welcome back. So, I appreciate that, man. I really, I, you know, I'm, I really... I am grateful that you guys invited me, man. Um, thank you very much. <laughs> there you have it, man. There, ladies and gentlemen, check out Gabriel Garcia. Imagine that workshop. He's he'll customize. Hit him up on the DM, right? If you want to, if you want something customized, hit him up on the DM on Instagram. Contact him. He is the nicest guy. He is polite, kind, professional, the whole package. So check him out. Check him out on Instagram. Check out his footage. Check out his videos. He's done a lot of cool stuff, man. So um He's definitely moving in the right direction. And um, again, I want to thank you, Gabriel, for being here. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here on Profile Pod TV. Once again, subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Support the cause. Support the channel. Give me a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Instagram. All that good stuff. Uh, Again, I love interacting with the audience, the listeners, the viewers. It's all good, man. So... Um, Speedy Gonzalez, not Speedy Rodriguez, right? (laughs) (laughs) I got it right now. I got it right. Yeah, no, no. Right? What's that? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Again, and and I also want to mention, if you want to be on on this, if you want to be a guest on Profile Pod TV, if you think you're doing something inspirational, hit me up on a DM on Instagram. I'd love to have you come on. Let's work something out, okay? Again, if you're a musician, if you're a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're podcaster if you're um, chasing grizzly bears uh, in, in the Appalachian mountains I want to talk to you so <laughs> for, ladies and gentlemen for Gabriel Garcia imagine that workshop I'm double A for profile pot to be on the social Nostra network reminding you to always 
take it easy. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you, Gabriel. Thank you. Have a good night, man. You too, man.